Welcome to The Talent Scout. I'm your host, Shane Keen, and I'm a recruitment advertiser with a company called Scout Talent. Yes, you heard that correctly. It is the reverse of our podcast name. Every week, I'm going to give you a snapshot of some of the recruitment issues we're all facing, along with the occasional healthy dose of sarcasm, and maybe even some solutions. When it comes to screening your candidates, there are lots of approaches you can take, from the simplistic phone calls to screening questions powered by an applicant tracking system. And for those of you who may not know, an applicant tracking system, or an ATS, is a tool or a piece of software that you'll use to gather resumes and gather candidates. Um, It's quite useful compared to using an Excel spreadsheet or email, Um, but we'll go into it in more detail later. And if any of you are urgently interested, then please do reach out to us at Scout Talent as applicant tracking systems are something we specialize in. But that is a bit of a tangent. However, when we're talking about screening questions themselves, um, some things work better than others based on your role and your organization. Uh, However, I will flag that pre-application assessments like those that are appearing now on LinkedIn and Indeed are absolute garbage. It's time-consuming, it's disrespectful, and ultimately it paints your employer brand in a negative light. I would hope that that's pretty self-explanatory, but in case it isn't, you're essentially asking a candidate to spend a half hour to an hour filling out an assessment before they've even had a phone call from you. That's hugely disrespectful. I hope you can see how it doesn't reflect you well. And in this age of candidate attraction, it's not going to get you the candidates that you're looking for. When it comes to screening your candidates, there are a lot of approaches you can take, from the simplistic phone call to the more complex screening questions powered by an ATS. For those of you who don't know, an ATS stands for Applicant Tracking System, and this is a tool or a piece of software that you can use to aggregate your candidates together into a simpler view. Uh, It can be a lot more effective and a lot easier than using Excel or having all your applications come true to you through uh, email. But this is something we'll discuss in greater detail in a future episode. However, if you find yourself in immediate need of an applicant tracking system, then please do reach out, as this is something that we specialize in at Scout Talent. But again, this is all a bit of a tangent. Getting back to screening questions and screening candidates, there are, as I said, a myriad of different ways you can go about doing it. And some of them are going to suit you more or less depending on the role and your organization. But one thing I will flag is that pre-application assessments, like those on LinkedIn Indeed, are absolute garbage. They're time-consuming, disrespectful, and ultimately they paint your employer brand in a very negative light. Let me paint you a picture with my words. Imagine a scenario where a potential candidate who's really highly skilled comes home from their job, they're tired, they're exhausted, they've set aside an hour to apply for some new roles. They come across your role with your company and a competitor's. The competitor is just asking a couple of screening questions, whereas you are asking the same screening questions and you also have a pre-assessment on there as well. Your pre-assessment's gonna take them another half hour. Unless your company's pretty incredible, they're not gonna apply for you. They're gonna apply for your competitor, they're gonna look at your application, and then they're gonna give up. In this day of candidate attraction, you're losing out on candidates. At Scout Talent, we recommend a combination of screening questions and video interviews. This is what we use most often, and this is what our clients really like. It's not to say that face-to-face interviews aren't certainly great. They are, but they are absolutely time-consuming. And if you are relocating a candidate or you're in a remote location, they can be pretty expensive as well. So face-to-face is certainly something that you're going to want to reserve for your cream-of-the-crop candidates. And when it comes to phone calls, those are also great, but they're not going to give you the same insight that video interviews might. 
Once we've attracted our candidates, we start our screening process with screening questions, which are usually powered by most applicant tracking systems. Now I know what you're thinking. I just went on a rant about wasting an applicant's time. But hear me out, screening questions don't waste an applicant's time. They instead focus them on exactly what it is you're looking for and take out the guesswork that they have to implement into their resumes and cover letters. Further evidence supporting this can be found in the Candidate Experience Survey that we recently carried out for 10,000 of our applicants. And I know we've touched on this in previous podcast episodes, but 75% of applicants said that they prefer screening questions. The reasons behind it were, as I've said, that there was no need to guess with a resume and a cover letter, and it took out a lot of the time that was spent on those items. That said, though, you need to still be respectful with your screening questions. Five to seven questions is ideal, and as many of them being radio buttons as possible. Uh, You don't want too many long-winded questions asking for candidates to outline their work experience, or really anything that you're going to go into great detail in an interview. You just want to find out the bare minimum qualifications. Do they have this? Are you legally eligible to work here? All of those things are perfectly fine to ask, but that's it. No more. Between the resumes that you've likely received and the screening question information you've also collected, you should have a pretty good idea of who it is that you want to talk to. Now, at this point, you could proceed with face-to-face interviews if that's what you wanted to, but likely you don't necessarily have an idea of who your shortlisted top candidates are going to be. You probably still have quite a large group that you want to talk to. This is where video interviews really come into play. If you've never used video interviews before and you're wary of them, then I implore you to try them. Change is indeed scary. But if you've used phone calls as part of your screening process in the past, then you're really going to like what you get from a video interview. Face-to-face is so impactful, and it's much easier to set up than you might think. You can use free software like Skype to facilitate, and there's tons of scheduling software out there as well that can help you. There are tons of benefits to video interviews. They're low cost and they're very time efficient. You get to cut out on that awful small talk when a candidate arrives, but also from a candidate's perspective, it is so much easier to step out of the room and and maybe even step into your car and have a video interview than it is to try and get half a day off work to commute in order to meet you for a face-to-face interview. I know from personal experience, when I was a HR intern, I had to reschedule a candidate three times. I was that messenger that brought that awful message. The third time I had to reschedule him. It was 20 minutes before his interview was due, and he'd already traveled an hour to it. He was understandably irate. But that negative message wouldn't have been nearly as bad if it had been a video interview. Suddenly, 20 minutes before the interview isn't really as unreasonable as it would have been if he hadn't traveled. Video interviews are ultimately a really useful tool for shortlisting. You can, if you want to, record your video interviews as well using some free screen recording tools. Although I would recommend that you ask your candidates permission first to avoid all sorts of nastiness. If your recruitment process has multiple layers of sign-off or if there's a large panel involved, you can share these recorded interviews with the whole panel. That way, when you get to a face-to-face part of your process, the entire panel can have seen a video interview with this person ahead of time. It can be really useful and really speed up your face-to-face process. Recruitment is tough and interviewing is exhausting. Anyone who tells you otherwise is an absolute liar. And that's one of the benefits of video interviews. If it turns out that the candidate is bad, you can turn it off and blame it on the bad Wi-Fi. Talent Scout is a Scout Talent production. If you've got a challenging role that you're struggling to fill or an applicant tracking system that just isn't meeting your needs, then the Scout Talent team can help. The Talent Scout podcast is hosted by Shane Keen. Researching is by Mark Sheehan and Shane Keen. Production and editing is by Mark Sheehan. 
For access to all of the recruitment content produced by our recruitment specialists, including in-depth free webinars on everything from hunting that purple unicorn to best practices for interviews, go to www.scouttalent.ca and follow the resources link.